Welcome in to the Hoff and Harry podcast. I'm Hoff. We have Grant Shumpert on today. Shump, how are we doing? I'm doing great, gentlemen. It is great to join you guys. Oh, thanks for being here, Shump. Thanks for being here. As you were telling us before, you are currently, what, sitting in a, was it a McDonald's parking lot? In, I'm currently in, in a McDonald's parking lot in Irondale, right off I-20, for those of you that still remember our Birmingham days uh, <laughs> on my lunch break. I'll probably be, be eating a nice quarter pounder with cheese for lunch after this uh, conversation is over. But yeah, there is nowhere else I would rather be on a Thursday afternoon than talking to y'all in a McDonald's parking lot. Are you going to get a sweet tea with that? Ah, you know, at McDonald's, I usually go with Coke because the sweet tea is just so overpoweringly sweet. That's true. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. That, that could be changed depending on what I'm feeling in about 30 minutes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Always grinding. That's great. I, um, I, uh, I've backed away from the Cokes at McDonald's after one or two rough scenarios over here in, in London where they don't mix the syrup in correctly. And, that is tough. That and is really I've, yeah, and I've been scared ever since, so I've not gone back. But I, what I do, what do you like, what yeah, on tap? Okay, what, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Yes, they, go yeah, on, they, they got palate here. What what are y'all? What are y'all like? Or do y'all eat much fast food over there? Like is McDonald's? I mean, what else do y'all have besides Mac- McDonald's? Yeah, McDonald's is big. Um, so is KFC, which nearly murdered no. Hoff no. like two weeks ago. It's true. Is, there, Never, like, is, it, is it any different than our chick? Like, what's the KFC there like compared to here? Because I know KFC is uh, big like, everywhere else in the world, except for here. Really. Sure. Uh, well, if you go to Poland and you go to their KFC, you get a two-week supply of uh, bowel movements, if that uh, – I'll save mm-hmm. the, the graphics there. But otherwise, to be honest, it's it seems like it's higher-quality chicken. I say that, of course, <laughs> with the asterisk that the quality was not great, but I assume that was just due to the, the actual cooking and execution of uh, right. said, said chicken. Uh, but from what I've seen in, in Berlin and in London, like KFC is more, it's much more of a luxury restaurant mm-hmm. than you would see in the U.S. Like I would never think to go to KFC, but from what my friends told me here is like, oh, KFC is fantastic. I'm like, have you been to Kentucky. I'm sorry, have you been to Wait. Louisville? Lexington's beautiful. Sorry, Graham. How dare you? Um, the last KFC I went to in America, by the way, was in off Alabama about 15 years ago, where mm. it was the most horrifying experience of my life. I've not been back to a KFC since. But no, I guess to answer your question, Shump, in terms of fast food, what's bigger here is like kebab shops mm-hmm. and like, um, like just corner chicken shops, basically, where it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah fried chicken from some place with a shady name actually ironically if it's a knockoff kfc there's tons of places around here called tennessee fried chicken um really yeah which is just like really low quality chicken fried that i mean you're gonna be just yeah shitting your brains out for weeks if you eat it but uh it's good it's good in the moment interesting that is uh that is good to know the last time i had kfc was this is such a wild memory that you took me on, uh, Graham, that I think sometime when we were at Sanford, you know, there's that, or there, I don't know if it's still there, that one on Green Springs, which is absolutely yes. as disgusting yeah, as you would imagine. For some reason, me and Jay Davis went, I think it was during Step Sync, maybe, when I did it our junior year. But for some reason, some hor- horrific decision we made was to go to that KFC on like a weeknight, and it was just I don't even remember the food. All, all I remember is the floor was just nasty. And I, that's probably been, I don't know, seven years ago now. But 
anyway, yeah. So it's very interesting that it's such a uh, such a high quality place over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're. I mean, yeah. It's it's the little things over here that, uh, that sure. get the people going. Get the people yeah. going. But Shump, um, yeah. let us know how how everything how's everything going? How's life? Uh, how's work? How's Kate? How's Mackenzie? Yeah, this is the first time yeah. I've been able to say sarcastic. Like I've said this sarcastically to everybody, but how are the wife and kids? The wife and kids are great. Wife and kid. Uh, yeah, kid. Yeah, we're we're doing great. Uh, we're living still in like Hoover Vestavia line. I think I can't remember. I think some of y'all have been to them into our house, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, me, yep. Brad, and Holt are the only ones still you know holding it down here in Birmingham. Uh, that's good. Works works good. I'm still doing the public accounting life. I know a couple of weeks ago Brad was taking some shots at public accounting, which I understand, <laughs> which is you know justified most of the time. Though I will say I'm not a complete slave like he was back in the day. Uh, I got a you know got a good good mixture of uh, clients, and most of the time my life's not miserable. You know, there's a few weeks during the year that it is, but uh, for the most part I enjoy it. Got a little more responsibility now, which is different having people work under you kind of a weird dynamic but uh yeah that's good Mackenzie and Kate are great Kate's phenomenal she is 20 months old now so wow running around yeah Yeah. she was you know born right before COVID hit so that was kind of a crazy her whole first year her life was a little different luckily here in Alabama you know the restrictions were about as minimal as they've been basically anywhere in the world outside of like the first you know, a month or six weeks when it was locked down like everybody else, you know, we've kind of been living. That's right. Roll Tide. Um, I would say outside of, you know, outside of some masks for a good, besides the mask for like, I guess that was probably about a year we did have to wear masks. Besides that, it's been pretty normal, which is nice. I don't know how y'all have done it in Europe. I I literally, I think I would have just like come home after about three months of (laughs) the European lockdown stuff, but props to y'all. But yeah, so yeah, Kate's good. She's running around. She's pretty crazy. She goes to daycare three days a week. Mackenzie's back working three days a week at Brook Hills, uh, doing nice. a different job than she did originally, but mm-hmm. she likes it. So, uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I know a few of y'all have met Kate, but it's been a mm-hmm. while since we hadn't seen a lot of people. Brad has, Dave has, but that might be it. I can't remember. But, uh, so yeah, she's fun. I don't know what else to really, to really add. Yeah. She's running, running around. She's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. you know, we could get into a lot more, yeah, stuff if y'all want, but that doesn't have to be the the whole podcast. So I don't know where y'all want to go. Well, I know I I texted you about this, Shump, but um, when I come home for Christmas, it is my I'll, I'll be bringing with me a little miniature Fulham shirt for Kate, and it's my goal to ensure that she becomes like a diehard soccer fan at all costs growing up, and that she just prefers soccer to any other sport. Um, that's my yeah. We will we will see about that. I will say I do want. I mean, I like soccer. I know I've gotten the rep of the <gasps> soccer hater. Audible gasp. Uh, yeah, audible gasp. Do I want her to wake up and watch it every weekend? Like some of y'all know. Uh, do I want her? Would I love for her to be a great soccer player? I would love that. Uh, you know what? And I will even we can get her on the Fulham bandwagon. Maybe that should be the Shumpert, perfect the Shumpert team to root for. Yeah. No, I know. That's nothing about them except I don't. I don't think they're very good. Uh, no, well, but, I love that. that's why it's perfect. They will yeah. let down every well, year. That's good. I mean, that's obviously but, uh, yeah. Do, so it kind of cycles like every decade for like some inkling of a moment. Fulham have some sort of relevance in Europe. So when she's you know five or six, perhaps we're we're pushing for mid table in the Premier League. 
or or something like that, which is probably the closest thing that she will get to glory in her entire career as a Fulham supporter. So that's something to look forward to as she grows up. Yeah, no, I think I think that sounds phenomenal. Uh, I would love for her to have a soccer jersey, so I'm going to hold Graham to that. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> Did, I got you. I got you. Have you like she's getting old enough at this point to like to have some sort of like personality and whatnot? Is she starting to take more after her mother or her father? Uh, that's a good question. I would say probably like uh, attitude characteristics a little bit like more like Mackenzie. I would think mm-hmm. Mackenzie claims that she looks more like me. I don't know. I've always been bad at that kind of thing. Y'all can be the judge mm-hmm. on that one. Um, you know, we're still, we're definitely still developing, uh, yeah, characteristics and kind of attitudes things. It's kind of hard to fully tell yet. Um, but she is a little OCD in certain ways that Mackenzie is like, uh, mm. she, like we have a little plate that she eats on, you know, it's little compartments. And like, if any, like if she's eating, let's say green beans and a peanut butter sandwich and I don't know, fruit, if you put like a green bean in the fruit compartment, no, we do not like that. We immediately mm. move it back. We've got to, you know, got to have our space. <laughs> it's all in the right spot. She doesn't like when like her little dirty clothes basket, like last night we were going to bed. And there was like a, her pajamas were hanging over the edge. She went and put the, you know, fully put it back in the, in the hamper, you know, things like that that are, are mm-hmm. funny to watch. Uh, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we're, we're going to try to slowly be, make her, make her a sports fan. Uh, yeah. You know, that'll, that'll, that, that'll have to come over the next few years more. She doesn't really, you know, she really doesn't want to sit anywhere for longer than about sure. 30 seconds. So uh, oh, that's you know, not the Shepard way. That's yeah. So it sounds like she's yeah, halfway but, there. So I'm like with with all the order, liking things in a specific way. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's got future accountant written all over it. When it comes that's to right. when it comes to sitting still and being ready to watch eight hours of college that's football true. on a Saturday, she's got she's got some learning to do. But that's fine. I mean that's what childhood's about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Hopefully, yeah, you're really training her to to have her whole life revolve around you know twelve Saturdays a year. I mean, what else would you want out of a you know yeah. child growing up? Well, not only that, but the responsibility of the remote control as well. How how are her uh, finger skills? How uh, is she going to be ambidextrous, or like how did she, do you think she has that sixth sense of understanding? Like, oh hey, there's this uh, random Pac twelve or Pac twelve game going on that automatically like she can just sense when there's a really important play coming up and just immediately switch to that game. Like, do you think she has that? Yeah, so it's funny you brought that up. I, I think she's developing it. One of the things she's just started doing in the last couple months, probably like the last month, is she just like randomly will like bring me the uh, uh, remote control, which is funny. Oh, I don't know if that means if she senses that I'm very good with it. Um, it was very odd. Like we'll just be like back in, I don't know, like in the laundry room or something, and she'll just bring me the TV remote, uh, which is kind of funny. But, yeah, I, I think she has a ways to go, but there's definitely some potential sure. there. Uh, you know, it takes it will take a lot of uh, watching, you know, football on Saturdays to get where you can turn, you know, to FS1 to see a critical third down between Oregon and Washington State, <laughs> while then turning back to CBS to make sure we don't miss a field goal between that, you know, Alabama and LSU. But, you know, we will we'll try to slowly get there as, as the years go by. I love so much that she is bringing you the remote control. I mean, that is just that's perfect. She it is I mean, very she, random. She's I mean, it's not like she was taught that. She just, I guess, she just knows that I have it. I don't, I don't really know. It's very <laughs> random the things that she'll do. But it's ingrained in the in a shumper child when it's born. So <laughs> yeah, strong. That could be true. <laughs> oh, that's that's great, man. I'm 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 really happy to hear that uh, that that everything's going so well. 
um, and things are going good with work and, and good with the family and everything. And, and how's everything else uh, in Alabama? What's life like there? Um, is, uh, is Clay Travis social media and Rick and Bubba still the law of the land? It's funny you bring up Rick and Bubba, Graham. We've had many discussions over, over the years, but uh, I work out at the Planet Fitness in Vestavia, like where the movie theater was, uh, you know, like oh, shots I know. Is. that, it's that whole point. area. So it's funny is that, uh, yes, at that planet, it's about 100 yards away from the Rick and Bubba studio, oh my gosh. Uh, which that's I never knew place. until like the last couple of years. Yes, that's the gravy, please. Um, and so anytime I go work out in the morning before work, which is generally Fridays, which ironically is when a lot of times Friday mornings I'm working or I'm listening to your podcast as I work out and then normally seeing messages from Bellman pop up as he's live, live, live texting the podcast as well. But anyway, as I'm going in on a Friday morning, um, you know, I hear them blaring. There's a couple people usually sitting outside the studio, like complete savages watching the Rick and Bubba's Rick and Bubba show. I can't imagine what would personally compel somebody to do that. But yeah, I can report that Rick and Bubba are as uh, big as ever here. Uh, they've definitely had some interesting takes on the world in the last 18 months. On about once can every three months, I'll just randomly just flip them on just because I want to kind of hate listen. Um, mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So they're definitely big. You know, Clay, I know I'm known as a big uh, Clay stand by some that listen to this podcast. You know, I think I finally uh, I finally had done follow him on Twitter a few weeks ago. Oh my gosh. It's tired. It's finally tired of the politics. Uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of my rule on anybody, either side. If you're tweeting about politics too much, I just don't want to, don't want to hear it. Um, but that's okay. You know, he's obviously very successful. I'm not sure if he's ruling the state or not. But uh, I'm trying to think other good, fun Alabama things that have happened. You know, we we got Tommy Tuberville, who's now a U.S. senator, former mm. uh, former coach at Auburn. Uh, I know Dave is very Thanks proud of that fact, as as an Auburn man himself. Um, you know, I think Tubbs is really representing our state well. Uh, up in Washington D.C. now, he's going to be the senior senior senator next year as our other senators retiring. So that's uh, fun that we're going to have our most veteran senator be Tommy Tuberville. But anyway, uh, yeah, like you mentioned before, COVID it's been not too big of a thing. Even though I will say, ironically, I think the Alabama governor has been a little more quote liberal on it than even in Tennessee. You know, uh, Bill Lee basically did absolutely nothing. Uh, KIV, you know, we did a little bit more than them, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. I'm trying to think like any other noteworthy mm-hmm. things that have happened since people have been gone. The restaurant scene still pretty good. I'm trying to think of our old of our old staples. Uh, is the is the, the purple old, onion still there on uh, Green Springs? It is still there. I would say the biggest things that have happened is our Mo Monday spot in Vestavia has now closed. No. That Moses no. closed in Vestavia, which is really a heartbreaker. But they but they have put in a Taco Mama right there now. So oh, okay. the whole uh, Vestavia area, yeah, it's kind of uh, gotten big. But, yeah, so I would say that's your uh, Bama update. Alabama still wins a lot of football games. We do. Which, you know, mm-hmm. I know Brian not was ripping a couple weeks ago. That's true, but not all of them. As after a Brian of was ripping CBS for picking Alabama games, they got in multiple close games and even lost one. But, uh, yeah, we well, shall see how the rest of the season goes. I'm I'm glad to hear above all else that Rick and Bubba still do rule the land. Every similar to you, every once in a while I go on to this link where you can listen to radio stations from like anywhere in the world, and I find Rick and Bubba when I'm working from home, just because I do kind of like to like I don't know torture myself a bit from time to time, and I'll listen to right. it just, just yeah just to kind of get into it, and hear what they're saying, and it's it. I mean I I, I love I love the anger it causes me. It just kind of gets me going. Gets me ready to go out and sell some fabric conditioners. So, I don't know. They're working on me still. 
yeah, you know, we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe one day it'll be, uh, you know, a little more tolerable. Probably not, but uh, it is amazing. Yeah. I will say, anytime I'm going to the gym at six in the morning, I walk in and look over to my right, and I see like three or four um, people sitting in their lawn chairs outside, looking into a studio. It's, you know, I really wonder what are these people doing with their lives. But hey, more power the, to them. The, they want to go watch Rick and Bubba <laughs> at six a.m. That's that is their right. Shump, they're waiting on the the wheel to spin. Um, to see if it's going to be flowers, flowers, or um, whatever, like just the thing of meat, 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 whatever it is. Meat, meat, meat. And Bubba give out. So, uh, that is true. Happy, that is happy true. days, happy days. Well, Sean, you did, you mentioned um, college football, Alabama. Hoff and I did want to get your thoughts on what it's been like supporting maybe the most brutalistic savage fan base in america i don't know am i, am I okay uh, to I say mean, that yeah you're not wrong there. yeah uh murderers uh Basically. Know, what else what else could we call it what else could we call the tennessee fan base savages. disgusting vile savages uh you know we we did attempt to shoot three uh old miss wide receivers last saturday night so <laughs> you know uh representing them down here it's been fine uh most it's kind of sad Hoff. you know most most bama fans now just kind of have empathy with with tennessee Kind of you know, wish we wish I wish we would be so better. sorry, uh, and that's coming know, from the, the salt of the earth quality people right there. If if they're right. if Bama fans are empathetic, then there is something. Occasionally, wrong. occasionally you'll still talk to like an older Bama fan that still just hates Philip Fulmer with a burning passion from incidences about twenty years ago that most of y'all As wouldn't even know know about uh, Hoffmite. But um, you know, so that's fine. Uh, you know, the Vols, Josh Heupel, I don't know. A lot of people try to get me to talk about it and what do I think. I don't have a strong opinion yet. Uh, we'll see how we do against the Cats. Graham, it's going to be a big game next week. Uh-oh. It actually is a big you game. Yeah. yeah, I know the Cats are trying to make a run to the Sugar Bowl or whatnot. Uh, so, we'll see. I think he's been decent so far. But after – honestly, after the Butch Jones year, I said that I was basically done making any – hard and fast opinions on coaches until, you know, at least a year or two. So that's how I was with Pruitt. He crashed and burned, not surprisingly. So, you know, we'll see if Josh Heupel can, uh, you know, keep it going a couple more years, even though he's done. He's done. I'd I'd give him a nice solid B right now, but, you know, nothing, nothing special. Well, well, I mean, just as long as as you're, as you're okay after, I mean, the scenes that that we saw on, on television and, yeah. I mean, I mean, what? what Unprecedented did, times. Did, did y'all just? Did y'all have to just turn your faces away Sunday morning when you looked Shump. at your phones and saw what had happened and just a yeah. absolutely brutal, bloody scene on the turf in Neyland Stadium? Like, See, Sean, like, the thing of it is, right? Is like we, I mean, Hoff and I have been led out by by armed police under like a cage from from matches mm-hmm. at like Millwall, and where where they have to take uh, bottle tops from cans of Coke or uh, from bottles of Coke, so you won't throw on the fields and stuff like violent violent crowds and i have never seen something like i saw when i looked at my phone on that sunday morning it was it was unspeakable. I mean, those in those empty dasani water bottles and empty beer cup and empty plastic beer cups the that made up 99 percent of that was thrown on the field i mean that literally that was just i mean that that could have been an act of war if we're being honest i mean i think and i think in, in every single person in the that's right. In most countries, I think every single person that attended that game should have been arrested. They they should have been arrested from keeping absolutely. everybody else from throwing stuff. I mean, would y'all agree with that? Well, it's a good no, absolutely. Included. Yeah, it reminded good. me of of how scarring my mental health was after the Cardinals Braves um, playoff game back in the day uh, with what? the infield Wait, fly what? that was completely huh? justified. Huh? I, I, I I still did the Braves fans is... throw stuff on the field. 
Are you kidding me? Some, I, the greatest fan base is still Major Baseball through, they threw things on the field and delayed the game? It may, it may have happened. Uh, I, this is the first time I'm really talking about it since, since it happened. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's tough. And I think like, like we've used words like vile, disgusting, uh, atrocity. Um, I think those all applied then. And I, you know, if, if we're going to arrest all the new and uh, the, the, all the volunteer fans, I think we need to go ahead and arrest all the Braves fans as well. Um, who one participated in the event and also two who supported the Braves in that moment. So um, you know who you are out there. If um, we're, we're coming for you because guess what? The police were not defunded in 2020. So yeah, I'm calling it. I would agree. Out. I mean, uh, you know, I just, like I said, I, it's just hard for me to remember that because I don't think any other fan base in America has ever thrown anything on the field. So I, I, I really can't comment, but I will leave that to, to, to a, a YouTube <laughs> to explain what could have possibly happened at Turner Field. Uh, that night when the refs, uh, or when the umps, excuse me, did screw the Braves in favor of the Cardinals. It's a beautiful day. Um, well, Shump, we, we've talked about this a little bit as well. We know your day job. You, you work with finances. You work with moving the money around. Uh, we had an incident in the league uh, recently where instead of money um, being loaned out to, to various uh, companies, we had a, a loan deal within the, the league. Uh, there were a couple words thrown out there, extortion. Uh, what What are your thoughts on the matter? Like, what do you think we should have loan deals in the league? And what are the implications of that? You know, that's a great question. I don't even know fully what I think. I don't have a real hot take on this. I, I did kind of like stirring the pot. I thought that uh, the people that were trying to pull off said trade were kind of trying to sweep it under the rug as fast as possible. And I know I contributed a little bit, but I just I thought it was fair to hear out PT's thoughts. Um, you know, I don't think any crime was committed or anything. I think at the end of the day, it's, I guess it's fine. Uh, it just seems like it's a little against the spirit, spirit of the rule a little bit, but mm. you know, I don't think, I don't think Bellman and Brian did anything totally wrong. I don't think it affected anything too much, but I mean, I would like to get y'all's opinion. I don't think y'all really chimed in, in the group me. Uh, I, yeah, what, my, what, my, what reading, about it? my reading level isn't very high. Uh, so it took me a little longer oh, yeah. to read through like those books that um, I, right, uh, three, right. three part books, um, responses from a certain colleague. And uh, I think it's fine in the sense that if they had come to us before they did it and said, hey, we want to do this loan deal or we want to do loan deals in general. I think it would have been a good discussion to have perhaps in the off season, or we could even even have had it now. I, I don't, I don't think that would have been an issue, but I think it was more so the idea of like ask for forgiveness as opposed to permission. And I think that kind of played out here. And then to see the reaction when people did resist was uh, I think an indicator of what the actual intentions were. That might be a hot take, but I stand by it. Interesting. Graham. 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 Um, I, I could, I could be wrong, but did we, did we not have, was this one of the polls over the summer? I, I can't really remember if we talked about learning. There were, there were a lot of polls. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, I can't fully remember. Still surprised we didn't get that uh, relegation thing through, Graham. Thank God for that. Um, but no, I guess, I don't know. My opinion might be semi slightly different from, from y'all's on this. I think in terms of loan deals, I'm more or less okay with it. Like, if it's within, I don't know, the spirit of basically say, like, if I've got, uh, if I need to run, because my running back's on a bye, 
or he's coming back from an injury like next week or something. And I've got, uh, and I want to loan out like a wide receiver for an RB two in, in return or something just for like a one-off week when I know that, I don't know, it's, it's, it's purely like because of that. It's not because I need, like I need Shump to beat Hoff. And so I'm going to loan him like Gronk and, and someone else just simply to rack up his points and ensure that Hoff doesn't win another game or something. I think that's where I draw the line. I think more or less if it's just like purely like a kind of a mutually beneficial deal in the moment, I'm more or less okay with it, which maybe that's controversial. I don't know. I think I've been involved with one in years past, so maybe I'm kind of retroactively justifying it as well. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, I think I agree with that. I don't. I didn't have. I didn't have a problem with it. My only issue was when, you know, I don't think we should stifle debate. If, you know, I think if someone has a problem with it, like PT did, like that's fine. He should be able to voice his opinion, of course, and not just immediately get shot down and you know told that this is how it's going to be but at the end of the day that's what we did we had a good discussion and i think i mean the trade happened and it was fine and like i said i don't even remember i don't think it ended up having much uh matter so i think at the end of the day what it was fine what happened well i think as well speaking of giving pt a voice we we did ask pt if he wanted to voice himself and uh he declined mm-hmm. um so so no voice for pt uh so no, so no voice for pt um since he he declined our, our offer to literally physically voice his opinion um, yeah, at, some point, at some point as well but no i hear you um well i think we're probably in the same the same board there Sean. and mm-hmm. i don't know we'll just put this for for next summer for the summit coordinator to bring this up in a poll uh that i will vote on at the last minute um oh absolutely basically and and speaking of summit shump uh thoughts on the summit uh the <laughs> thoughts Shumpet. on the summit the shump pit in uh in nashville I know you were one of the oh. guys who was pushing for a uh, a different destination than one where only two, three people reside. You know, I didn't have any problem with it being in Nashville. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be polite with this. I just felt like that sometimes certain things try to get pushed through without full discussion. And I think Dave did a good job of bringing up some facts from 2020 when we talked about where to have it and that there was at the very least there was more uh, of an even split instead of claiming things like a bigger airport and a more fun (laughs) city to go out and drink when we're probably all just going to hang out and want to be together and watch sports regardless but you know but that's all all that being said i i think i was at the lake this year during it so i wasn't going to be able to be Mm -hmm. involved in anyway i don't care if it's in nashville like that is perfectly fine i'm not here starting fights over it I'm just sometimes here to subtly push back on things getting slammed through by not the whole group. Uh, I think it's, I think it's a great I, I think it's I think it's a great idea to do it at the at our Prigs reunion next year. I think that was a phenomenal idea by Brian or Bellman, whoever had it. So mm-hmm. credit to them for that. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I hope that's I hope that works because um, it is on the airport together. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't. We'll have to check in on like the. Gulf Shores, Destin. I don't know if we got an international airport there or not, but we can, you know, actually, we, we can monitor that. You know, any like that actually could be a from, big uh, factor for us. <laughs> yeah, true. Y'all may have to fly in and drive. But, we'll figure it out. Anyway, yeah, we'll figure it out. But I think that'd be, I think that'd be a lot of fun uh, if it works out. But you know, um, I at the end of the day, the 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 draft doesn't need to be revolved around me or any one person. That is more just my 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 take on it. Huh. Well, I think that's I think that's fair enough. Well, Shump, speaking of 
fantasy football. You're you're currently looking, I don't know, looking pretty strong. Um, tied for second along with like, well, basically half of the league. Yeah, like half. Yeah, I was going to say, I think yeah. it actually might be seven people now. So, you know. How, we'll however, um, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, t- tough loss last week. However, still looking at a 78% chance of, uh, of getting into the playoffs. Have a pretty strong squad. Again, kind of got screwed over by Mahomes not coming through for you last week. But uh, how are you feeling about your team? How are you feeling about uh, a title run for this year? You know, I'm still feeling – I'm feeling good about my team. I thought I thought the power rankings Brad did a couple weeks ago, uh, I thought it was it was stern but fair on my number 10 ranking out of 12. I can't really argue with that. I do think uh, I probably have the reputation of claiming to complain about close losses over the years, which is probably justified, even though it does seem like I have – at least last season I had, I had a lot of points for and ended up, I think, 5 and 8. But that's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, I like my team this year. Uh, sitting like you said four and three tied with I, th- I literally think it's seven people are tied at four and three so it's basically just going to be a dog fight here in the last half of the season to make the playoffs um the loss to brad last week was unfortunate uh whenever you one point one point uh brad beat me with 78 which as everybody knows that only brad would would, would win a game with 78 but uh you know i was a mere one extra catch from mark S- mark west callaway monday night of winning but that catch did not come nor if i would have gotten instead of negative six negative five for my defense or like graham said if patrick mahomes wouldn't have fumbled like three different times if he would have just fumbled twice i would have won but that is how the, cr- the cookie crumbles i took an l i had a terrible week i can't I can't act like I had, you know, a Bellman week when Holt just dropped 180 on him or whatever it was. Yeah. So I probably deserved to lose with 77 points. But uh, it was more the fact that Brad got another win with an absurdly low total that was frustrating. But all that being said, I honestly do feel like I can make a run. This, I think this is the best team I've had. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to guarantee any title or anything. But I think especially if I can get Saquon and David Montgomery back, that, that, was, that was definitely a blow when you lose your two best – your two top running backs by far both get hurt like in week three and week four uh that's been tough but I think I've had a deeper team this year than I've normally had and I've you know at least so far been able to survive it I think both those guys are hopefully going to come back in the next couple weeks so if they come back if Mahomes can get over this funk that he's been in with the turnovers has also been brutal but I, I still trust at the end of the day I think PT no offense PT sent me some absurd trade offer to trade him Mahomes this week as if I'm going to trade low like a complete moron you know you don't there's no why would I trade him when he's at his absolute lowest? Like, you know, same thing. I know, I know Bellman had an opinion on my trade with Corey that I got. I don't even know what he said. Something about fleece basically by Corey. But, you know, Mark Andrews, I traded Mark Andrews after he had like a 30 point game. I traded him high. We'll see if it works or not. I got Cordero Patterson. He's like the number three ranked running back right now. I'm not sure how getting a top five running back for a tight end and Antonio Brown on top of it was getting fleeced, but. Whatever. When, whenever Bellman's on the podcast, he can feel free to rip that trade and give his opinion on it. But uh, anyway, I felt like it was a trade I had to make, even though Mark Andrews is definitely maybe the top. Uh, I guess he's probably behind Kelsey, but he's definitely a top, a really good player. But I felt like that that trade for a uh, former Vol great Cordero Patterson and uh, Antonio Brown was the thing to do and kind of give me more depth here as we go down, uh, go down the stretch of the season. Well, you're playing the long game. It's chess, Chump. It's in a, and you and you're playing it well. I mean, it, that's it, right. Because that's the thing too. Is I mean, at the end of the day, like, I, I think winning a championship is. I'd rather finish, go for it, and finish seventh. Like, who cares if I don't make the playoffs again? Because I went for it. Like, I've obviously done that before. So I'm trying to win a title, kind of get up in that group of guys that have won it. 
So I felt like being aggressive and not just sitting back and trying to finish 500 and sneak in the playoffs, you know. I, I, feel like, I feel like winning that title is what gets you in a select group. I think that's a fair fair assessment of guys like Grease who have had overall probably not great records, but Grease won a title, and that puts him in that, you know, that I don't even remember what he was ranked, but he was definitely ranked in the top half, you know, because 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 he has mm-hmm. that one title. Do you do you count people who have tied in the in the title race as in that select group? Or are they in their own group? That's a great question. Um Thank you. I think they're in their own group. I think that I just it's a half championship. I don't know. I, you definitely are above people like me who have not won. I'm not at all claiming that you, you know, should be not counted as a champion. But thank you. It's it's a I very specific I feel like it is a specific environment that you and Brad live in. That's true. You always remember your first. Yeah. Or your first half, whatever you – Or your first half. However that <laughs> correlates, you know. You went, you, you, you went to second base on a fantasy football title. Exactly. And, and, and I will take that. I'm, I'll be glad with that. Okay. That's good. Well, Shump, if it, if it gives you confidence, you're still projected as a, as a top – well, fourth – uh, for a final standing projection, so you're still well, well above a top half team. You're right, and as and as, and as, we've, as we've seen, all, all that matters. You just got to finish in that top six. It's like it's like baseball playoff. Once you get in, it really doesn't matter if you're a one or six. You know, as long as you got the horses, which I think I have the horses with Mahomes. If Saquon comes back, if David Montgomery comes back, my receivers have been really good. You know, uh, Debo's been really good. Debo Samuel. Uh, Diggs is a you know he's an elite receiver. Who else? Am I? I got who's my other receiver? I'm blanking on right now. Uh, Brandon Cooks from the on that god awful Texans team, but he's put up good numbers. I have Antonio Brown on my bench. Cordell Patterson, which is I don't even know where I'm going to play him if my other guys are getting healthy. So I feel like I got a lot of shots. Oh, and I have the uh, the Dolphins tight end uh, Kasicki, who's up to the number three tight end after I traded away Mark Andrews. So hey. I feel like I have the pieces. I just got to find a way to get in the playoffs and then hopefully have my guys playing good in December. Well, look, once once you get in the playoffs, I mean, it's it's Chad Henney given Sunday at that point, right? Anything mm-hmm. can happen. That is a great point. Somehow, also, Hoff, just, I'm just now looking at this. You're projected dead last, by the way, for final stand. Yeah, and it's, it's frustrating looking at uh, Shump and Brad's scoreline last week because Corey and I put up an absolute thriller of 115 to 113. And I'm I'm taking a big L there, uh, but we must move on. I mean, it really and, does. It yeah. does. I mean, Hoff, fantasy is. I swear, it is meant to torture us at the end of the day. You know, like there's just it nothing. Is. I've been there so many times over the years of just you got a great week and it doesn't matter because somebody goes off with your opponent. You know, this week, mm-hmm. not once again. I will reiterate, I did not deserve to win whatsoever. Horrible week, but still you're literally down to, you lose by less than a point because all of those reasons I mentioned, you know, Patrick Mahomes turns it over three or four times, whatever it was, which I love to see from a personal standpoint, but it's like the Titans won 27 to three, you know, why couldn't we have just won 27 to 10 and not had one of those turnovers and I would have won, but that is how it goes. It seems like Brad is always on the winning end of things like that, uh, but that is how it goes and you just have to move on to the next week. That's it does, right. It does. It does fall well for Brad. He's projected somehow to still finish seventh, even though he's top of the league right now. <laughs> even so, first, right? <laughs> I don't really know how much I trust these final standing projections overall. It has me as second as well, which I think is probably the biggest res- mm-hmm. red flag. Um, but I'm going to screenshot this so I have this in this moment in time, so I can refer back to it. Um, but no, yeah, like you said, Shump. I mean, it it is the 
the thing that we come back to year after year just to inflict lots of pain and you know quicker gray hairs and what we need but mm-hmm. love it wouldn't happen any other way yeah agreed well Shump, is there any other um i guess in terms of your upcoming matchups any bit of a any bit of watch outs anything that you're looking forward to in the coming weeks i know you've got uh well you've got a big matchup against holt this week which is one of the seven other people that you're tied for second with um, right, yeah, but, big, big. I was actually looking this morning. Uh, I, I think the current, which obviously we know projections mean nothing, but it is always interesting to give yourself a look. I think it's uh, the current projection has me and Holt within one point of each other, so it should be a good, should oh, be a good match. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I think my, you know, for me personally, it's all going to be about getting the running backs healthy. You know, then again, they can get healthy, and I can play some teams that are playing well. So. You know, I don't have any. I don't have any major takeaways. Just trying to trying to trying to stack wins. Uh, you know, on top of each other, and really, just about getting in the playoffs. And I, I do feel like if, if I can get in the playoffs, I think, you know, I'm I'm going to have the team to compete with anybody. But it just, you know, I can't have many more weeks like I did last week, where just complete no shows from some guys. No, no, Shumps Shumps blooming onions yeah. deserves better than that. That's true. Yeah, I, I did finally change my team name. I, I'm I'm glad you recognized that. I felt like after. Six years, Josh Dobbs eyebrows, maybe a little insensitive. I like Josh Dobbs as a player. You know, I made that team name at a at a younger younger age. Uh, I felt like maybe it was time to move on, and I thought, what do I love that other people may not love? And as you two definitely know, I love Blooming Onions. So I said, well, why not? Anyone, anyone who name my love, team after Blooming Onions. Yeah, anyone who doesn't love the Outback Steakhouse is someone that I I don't trust first and foremost no, in no terms chance. of you naming uh, Josh. Josh Dobbs' eyebrows. I do have that saved, so I can cancel you on Twitter at some point in the future. Yeah, um, I better not ever run for office because uh, that will probably be we got you paid. two days. I don't think any paid. of us, any of us in this entire uh, batch league, can run for any sort of public no. office. Yeah, I think. Like, I, I think, think we that, could. I think, that, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's probably fair. Uh, awesome. Well, Shump. We normally, so at the end of every show, we give everyone a chance to speak their mind, to uh, use this podcast as a platform or a podium for whatever they want to endorse or promote. Do you have anything or anyone that you want to cancel, call out, endorse, or promote? Oh, that's right. I forgot that this is the end of the podcast. I don't have that's anything true. ready ready to go. Let me think real quick. What would I like to uh, what would I like to promote? Mm, you know, I'm gonna, I'd like to keep things positive here. You know, I'm I'm not always trying to tear people down. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I, this is kind of a, a side note, but I mean, are we really? Is our is our beloved fraternity house really getting sold to Sanford? So, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to cancel Sanford. If that's true. I have no reason to believe that Bellman's wrong on that. Uh, I'm going to cancel Sanford for or or whoever's in charge of podcast these days for selling that house. That's a disgusting and vile move. I can't imagine driving on that back road, whatever it's called that I'm blanking on right now, and not seeing that disgusting looking house uh, with uh, pie cap lighters in front of it. So you know what? I'm canceling whoever made that decision to sell that house to Sanford. In the only thing I would say is in. Pie Cap's defense. I know Tank posted the picture in the group me, but whoever that guy is that negotiated the sale, I mean, he's got a freaking pipe. Like you see that coming at you. Like I don't know how you how you argue against that. You slap that on the table. I do whatever that man says. 
but yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It, it is, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit torn on it, Shump. I think personally, like it's probably for the best in terms of people's future health. Like I'm, I'm sure yeah. we've lost five to six years of our lives from the one year we lived in it. Um, I'm pretty sure COVID started there. Yeah, but, but it, the thing it about it is, just think about it. It's so much of a different experience. Like, be, having the fraternity house in the dorm, which is what they did. It's a glorified dorm. You know, like, I felt like that set us apart. And you're right. Yeah. I will probably live five years shorter because of uh, that year in the house. But I still just feel like it, it, it had so much more character. I like saying to people, oh, yeah, you know, I lived in the house. You know, we weren't a dorm like the rest of y'all. And yeah. true. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Not that I'm, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We are long gone. And uh, that's fine with whatever they want to do. But, I mean, is Sanford going to come in and just tear the house down? They probably should. I mean, if they sure try, yeah. If they light a match anywhere near that house, I guarantee you the whole thing goes up in a grease fire because there's that is a disgusting house. But gosh darn it, it was our house and it was a beautiful house. Except for the RV milkshake. Y'all think the dog is Texas? No, no chance. No chance. I just, Uh, I just, when I think of the house, one of my favorite memories is always. Graham, I think we talked about this multiple times over the years, but because I feel like we were both getting up early some that year. And I remember one morning waking up for an 8 a.m. class, trying to roll into the shower at about 7.15 a.m. And I walk in on text just licking the water out of the shower. Uh, I guess he had been, you know, star. He was not giving any water or food. But he was just licking, licking the shower floor at 7.15 a.m. And I'll never forget that sight. And just what a way to start a Thursday morning as I – got ready for i don't know like jennings marshall stats class or something like that uh, but that's just kind of the image that i have seared in my brain of, our, of that year in that house that and then us, whenever the uh, plumbing was messed up when it snowed and having to pee into the snow off the back porch uh, are kind of two of my favorite <laughs> memories with that house having to put our toilet paper in, in like a kroger bag on the side because <laughs> we couldn't flush the toilet. Uh, when having, uh, alan like, we had to take a dump having to sprint to the pete Hanna center you know because it wasn't going to be able to happen in the house that was that yeah, was the worst Alan, bit of all that for me is because I, I I literally can't do that in most places like I can't. That's true. You, you, it, it hasn't changed. No, so that that was that that was probably the biggest trying the most trying experience of all that for me was trying to train my bowels to to go in a place <laughs> that I'm not comfortable. I'm still not there yet, but that was a good step forward for me. Was was that like three month span? That's oh, true. Yeah. The do y'all remember when Alan Dement stormed down from the Sigma New House and demanded, uh, was it Julia Simmons back? Do you guys remember I that? I don't. I don't remember that specifically. What I remember when it comes about us getting attacked is I don't think I've ever seen Graham in a more enraged state than when those Sigma New pledges threw eggs at us. And I was genuinely worried as he sprinted down the street at them that he might, if he got a hold of them, he might kill one of them. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you, he would have, yeah. Yeah, I was working through some stuff. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, it's yeah, fine. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. they 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 probably deserve death, much much like the Tennessee fans a couple weeks ago. Very true. Very, they're they're one of the same. They're one of the same. Well, true. well, look, I'm conscious that you're also on your lunch break. Um, want to make sure that you get your your quarter pounder and um, with cheese and coke, with cheese and a coke. Definitely. Um, but uh. I'll, I'll let Hoff wrap it up, but really appreciate you coming on. Uh, good yeah, as well to, to talk to you. It's been, it's been way too long since we actually actually spoke on the phone, so it's really nice to, to catch up with you. For real. Yeah, man, it's been a, pl- it's it. been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I appreciate you all having me on. Uh, it's always fun to listen to. Uh, I will not be critiquing this interview in live form, but that's okay if others want to. So hopefully I didn't say anything too wrong or, you know, that gets, gets long, long paragraphs typed out tomorrow morning. 
Yeah. Well, if you did, it probably won't show up on Twitter because a certain somebody may or may not be uh, following you. So regardless, thank no, you so much for coming no on. No comment show. on that. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Um, and yeah, we hope everything's good at home and yeah, have a very good spooky season. We got Halloween among what what's Kate wearing for Halloween this year? Oh. Is she going Chick-fil-A? So yeah, so she's wearing the cowl, and we're, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, Fantastic. dressed as a Chick-fil-A employees. So yeah, we're going to need to see a, pic- see a picture of that, um, either on I'm Instagram sure so either, or somewhere else. I'm sure, I think most of y'all follow um, uh, Mackenzie, so I'm sure she'll, we do. she'll she'll put something out this weekend, so y'all should see Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Can't wait to see it. Awesome show. All right. Thanks so much. Absolutely. See you guys. Love y'all. See you, bud. Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye.